everybody. Welcome to Teenage Dirtbags Podcast. We are a podcast and race reviews teen movies, and we relate them to our own teenage lives, which will be very interesting this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm Maddie. I'm Carly. And we're going to do this, not that I want, like, speeding through it or anything, but Carly was just telling me that you, Carly, have had class all day today on Zoom, and Carly just needs to get away from a screen and... <laughs> Well, Go no. rest in the dark. I'm very happy to be doing this, but I have been on Zoom since 8.30 a.m. And it is now quarter after four. So it's been a long Zoom day, but that's okay. We should also point out before we even begin that this is coming out on Thursday. Yes, November 5th. So tonight, the night that we are recording this, is the election. So on the American election. Yeah. yeah. So on Thursday when you listen to this, like we won't, like we don't know who won. We don't know who will, okay. So when, when this comes out in two days from when we're recording right now, exactly, the world will be one of two things. It'll either be a continuous garbage dump or we will have a slightly better garbage dump, a slightly less smelly and, and racist <laughs> <laughs> garbage dump. I actually oh. don't know. Any, I'm just kidding. I'm just saying that because I, I always hear that the states are always like, it's either one's bad, but... Um, no, no. In this case, there is a clear, clear person <laughs> to vote for. None of this like, oh, they're both, you know, corrupt. No, no. One is more corrupt. Right. And they, they might be both corrupt. That's fine. I know. I, I don't care. But at this point, I completely agree with you. I'm only kidding. But Biden could be, I mean, I don't want to say anything, but he could, I don't, he could be a really horrible person and he's still better. Like, there's not much that he could do that makes him worse than Trump. So anyway, by the time this comes out, there will either be another four years for the person who has been dethroned, like he has already been impeached and he might get back which is insane. Um, Everything about it is or insane. Joe Biden. But um, yeah. I did hear that we might not know the results until the weekend because you know Honestly, they're going to be counting. Right. Also, <laughs> Chelsea Handler has a funny thing. I don't know if it's her joke or she was repeating someone else's joke, but she was talking about The Rock because at one point, I guess The Rock was like considering. Not applying, but, like, applying to be president. What is the word oh, I'm looking um, for here? Like, running? Running? She was considering to run for president. Thank you. And Chelsea Handler was like, at this point, I would vote for a, a literal rock. <laughs> <laughs> that's, re- that's very good. It, uh, tr- honestly, it's... Look, we don't have to get too much into this because who knows what the results will be by Thursday. Like you said, they might not even have results yet. But it's just so... Um, unbelievable the amount of support that biden is getting from celebrities and from like the public at least that i see maybe it's just on my radar i know but i don't understand how he gets votes but there are a lot a lot of people out there though that that's one of the reasons why they would vote for trump is because they're so sick of celebrities being political Uh, and like celebrities don't know what it's like to just be a regular joe so their opinion doesn't matter and like and i, I kind of get it to a degree like when i um, when i yeah except trump is a celebrity who ran for president i know that's why it's so dumb because it's like but you're voting for a celebrity anyways um right yeah but i understand it to an extent like when i see those videos where it's like a bunch of celebrities are like vote and they're all, it's like in black and white and stuff. I'm like, guys, you're all millionaires. Like, you're fine. You know, it's the people that are just like right. regular Joes that it really affects. So I get it. Yeah. But anyway, um, with all that to say, everyone I follow is voting for Biden too. Hold on. Sorry. You, you're cut, you just cut out so bad. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> like the last like minute of that, I didn't even hear. Okay. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Uh, I do have something to preface. Vote Biden. Um, but what else do I have to preface? More importantly, uh, Kamala Harris. Yes. Um, of course. Uh, it snowed in Toronto on November 1st, mm-hmm. which was crazy. 
Did you? Oh, actually, I'd like to hear quickly about your Halloween because you and your mom handed out candy oh, yeah. on the side of the road or like on the side <laughs> on of the road, but on, the road. on your driveway. <laughs> yeah. So we. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we sat on the end of the driveway and we had tongs to give so we could give candy out to the kids. And it was actually really fun. Um, we were wearing masks and everything and a bunch of our neighbors did the same thing. So it was actually really fun because everyone was just sitting out and being like, hey, how's it going? How's your grandkid? And then, like, we had, like, 40 <laughs> – we had, like, 40 kids, and it was great. And there was even a float that drove by, like, a big, um, like, parade float that drove by, and it had um, the Peterborough Pete's mascot. It's our hockey team here. He was um, throwing candy to all the children. Oh, my God. So it was fun. Like, And I walked Lemon after, and like, it was cool seeing all the different houses and the different ways that they were giving out candy. Like, Some people had string across their yard, and you could go and unclip a little uh, goodie bag. I saw something. I saw a picture of that. Yeah, it was, it was nice. Uh, and then I got to see my niece and nephew. They were so cute. Were they dressed up? Yeah, they were uh, the littlest one who's like a couple months old. Was a skeleton, just wearing a skeleton onesie, and then uh, my <laughs> nephew was a lion, and it was so cute. Cute. How was your Halloween? It was fine. We did not have one person at the door. Um, we didn't even see anyone walking. Well, it's kind of or like anything. We saw no movement outside. It's kind of like against the law in Toronto, isn't it? Or not? Maybe not against the law, but it's no. It's not against. It's not against the law. People were definitely still doing it, but not in our neighborhood. Uh, so we were just watching scary movies downstairs. But we bought some candy and gave it to some of the kids. Like, we went and delivered it to the kids in, yes. like, little plastic bags oh. um, that live across the street in two of the different houses. Um, just to, like... Because they're at the perfect age where this is the best where Halloween is the best, and we felt so bad that they were just, like, missing. So we gave them yeah. some candy. Um, but that's it. We just kind of hung out, and then we were probably asleep by, like, 10. <laughs> that's so nice that you did that. I know. We're such good people. You guys are. So All right, giving. let's get into this movie, though, shall we? Yes. Uh, okay. Want me to do some facts for you? Dude, would I love you to do some facts. Look yes, at my please. zit. Can you just see my zit? <laughs> <laughs> You're insane. I was on a Zoom call. I was pitching to a producer in L.A., and she wanted to Zoom. And literally, look at my zit. Anyway, uh... I... I... <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You're texting or something. No, I'm not. I'm listening to you tell me about the facts of this damn movie. Oh, well, I wanted to talk about my zit for just a minute longer. Okay, the facts of this movie. <laughs> it premiered September 12th, 1999. Wait, we haven't even said what the movie is called yet. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Today we did, but I'm a cheerleader. But I'm a cheerleader. But I'm a cheerleader. <laughs> so it premiered September 12th, 1999 at TIFF. So go Toronto. It's rated R. It's directed by Jamie Babbitt, written by Brian Peterson, and it's starring Natasha Lyonne, Clea Duvall, Michelle Williams, RuPaul, and Melanie Linsky. The logline is, a naive teenager is sent to conversion camp when her straight-laced and religious parents and friends suspect her of being a lesbian. Yeah. That's the first time I've read a logline and I haven't tripped up any of the words. It's the first time you've read a logline and you haven't tripped up. It's also the first line that time a logline has actually been pretty accurate, and it's just <laughs> what the movie was. Yeah. Um, the only problem I have with something that you said, though, is that they said that it was starring Michelle Williams, and she's in it for about 10 seconds. Well, I know, but you know, it, I just picked the three top people, th four or five top people that um, are listed on IMDb. So sometimes it just goes by... No, no, I'm not blaming you. It feels like you're blaming me. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Well, I have a, I a couple pieces of trivia. Okay. Um, Clea Duvall and Natasha Lyonne appeared as guest judges on RuPaul's show, RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> oh, uh, that's fun. In two consecutive weeks in season 11. Um, I also read that Clea Duvall and RuPaul, that kind of rhymes, Clea Duvall and RuPaul, 
Um, they're the only actors in this movie that were actually gay, which I was like, hold on a second. Natasha Lyonne is for sure gay. And then I looked into right. it, and she's not. Okay, so it's so funny that you say that, because I read this exact same... I didn't read any other trivia other than the fact that Clea Duvall and RuPaul were the two only gay people, or at least, I, I guess, out gay people. Yeah. And my first thought was this exact same. I was like, Natasha Lyonne is 100% gay. And it wasn't like a question of like, oh, she's every actor, or not every actor, every film or show that I've seen her in, she's been gay. I'm, I'm sure she's gay. I'm 100% sure that I have a memory I know. of her like acknowledging that she's gay in real life. So I, so I completely agree. I 100% am like, I was shook by this information because my <laughs> whole life I thought that she was gay. I mean, not that it matters, but I looked into it and she's been with Fred Armisen since 2014. And I thought he was gay. No, no, I didn't. I knew Fred Armisen wasn't, but I, I know that he was with Abby Elliott from Saturday Night Live for a long time. Oh, oh, and interesting. And then I didn't realize that Natasha Lyonne was with him now. I'm so confused. This is. I know. <laughs> this is really trippy. They've been together for six years, but yeah. And Fred Armisen was also on. From remember when I said last week I watched Celebrity Mafia? Yeah. So Fred Armisen was also there, and so. Was Natasha Leon. Was Natasha. So they were probably just in two different rooms playing. But anyway, uh, yeah, that was, that was like, very shocking. Well, you also said that uh, uh, Tarim Killam... Oh, no, he's with Colby Smulders. Never mind. Never mind. They were both, they were both playing, too. Oh, so, yeah, so they were, they're together, but they're... I assume they weren't together together, like, physically in the same screen. They were in different rooms. Yes. I see. Okay. Well, um, great. So who knows? Maybe she's bi, but um, I didn't look into it too deeply. I was just like, "Whoa!" Who That's knew? shocking. Shocking. Um, I also wanted to point out that recently, does the name McCray Game mean anything to you? <laughs> McCray name Game. Not the last name, no. But I know, I know of a Big Brother contestant that used to that was named McCray. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, this is not him. I hope. Uh, so recently, a conversion, a gay conversion therapy center, the founder of it, who's McCray Game, um, came out as gay. <gasps> Shut up. <laughs> After 20 years of founding this camp that, like, did so much damage to people, oh. he finally was like, oh, yeah, I'm gay. Sorry. Wow. That's actually... I want to look that up. Like, I'm not... Uh, I believe you. I want to look into it. Like, I want to read about that. That's crazy. I, I mean, part of me is just like, well, duh. But the other part of me is like, you should go to jail. Like, right. it's just, you know. Anyways. Oh, my God. That's it's so, crazy. That's fascinating. I would listen to a whole podcast about that. I would watch a movie about that. Yeah, for sure. And listen to a podcast. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Maybe even read a book about it. <laughs> Maybe even. <laughs> oh, uh, that's it. That's it. Um, so had you seen this movie before? No, never. Never, ever. It got kind of lost, I think, in the 1999 film, teen films. Sure. That, uh, I loved, but I don't even know if I'd ever even heard of it until a few years ago. But it's got, it's a cult classic, for sure. Yeah. What about you? What about you, Maddie? Um, I had never seen it. I had never heard of it. Much like you, I hadn't heard of it until within the past handful of years but I heard of it well it's not uh, there was a couple years ago handful of years ago where a lot of lesbian and gay films became very highlighted like blue mm. is the warmest color um mm. duck butter uh right. oh, a bunch of I can't think of it right now but a bunch of oh um there's another one in the kissing Jessica Stein like a bunch of movies that I became, obviously, Kissing Jessica Science from, like, the 90s, I think, or something. But movies that I became aware of. And then this movie started coming up on my radar, like, suggested for you. And I always wanted to watch it, and I just never got around to it. Um, so I was actually really like, looking forward to watching it. I like how your your internet, like, is 
very much questioning your sexuality. I feel like every time, like, you go on YouTube, it's always just, like, the videos that it recommends for you are so funny. Honestly, it's got, it's so funny that you say that because I was looking through my old Twitter uh, posts today, and one of them was me saying how my YouTube recommended videos were all either um, engagement videos or, like, proposal videos or drag race makeup and I was like that's interesting that that's apparently my two interests but it's true like it's I I have a very tunneled vision of like what like on Netflix I'm always recommended true crime stuff or lesbian gay films like it's it's yeah but yeah you've always been sort of interested in like I mean I don't even know if is it am I even like I don't know how to politically correctly say this but like just, like, you, you like watching stuff that, like, maybe has to do with, like, a transgender person. Oh, my I'm God. I'm going to take this I, out. I feel like that might... I don't no, know. no, no, no. I feel like I'm not, wrong. No, no, no. I know what you're saying. I, the gender identity and sexuality is yes. very fascinating to me. Yes. Thank you. That's a much better way of saying it. Yeah. And so I... I um, I mean, this we don't have to get into this, but I identify as a female, a straight female. That doesn't make it any less... Fast, not fascinating, like, oh, wow, how crazy. But it's just the lives of people who go through this sort of stuff is so fascinating to me. And it, yeah. you're totally right. It, 100%. You're totally right. Anyway. Do you remember that one day <laughs> when we were living together? We watched um, we watched a series on Netflix about swingers. <laughs> I remember it was, like, this yes. older couple. And they decided to be swingers. And they would, like, go out on the weekend. And they would hook up with other couples. And they would all be in, like, a hot tub together, like, naked and, like, having sex with random people in a hot tub. And we were yes. just, like, watching the... But we realized that, like, the window was wide open with no blinds. And, like, people yes. were just walking up and down the street. And there's just, like, so much nudity on our big TV. Yes. And it was, like... Because it was, it was dark outside. And we were watching it inside. So people could see into yeah. the house very, very easily. <laughs> yes. I, I like, remember what that. What is going on? Uh, anyways, what's your first note? Oh my god, my first note is that I broke my fucking Beats headphones. Uh, and I'm pissed. Oh. Did you actually break them? They fucking literally won't stay on my head. But anyway. Oh. Also, I didn't buy them. They were came with my computer. Don't everyone think that I'd spend like fucking thousand dollars on headphones. Uh, my first note is the opening makeout scene is awful to watch. And Ooh, with her boyfriend? Look, I just I I've I'm sure I've said this before. Um, on the podcast, I hate makeout scenes. Like, I hate seeing people kiss in TV and movies. I don't care if it is same gender. I don't care if it is um, uh, opposite gender. I don't care if it is two grown consensual adults. I don't care what it is. I hate seeing people kiss. I hate it so yeah, you much. Do. And a makeout scene of two teenagers, one of them who is gay. And is uncomfortable, just threw me over the edge. So I hated yeah. <laughs> the opening scene so much. It's yeah. very uncomfortable. So it's Megan, who is played by Natasha Leone, who is in high school. As we can tell by the um, title, she is a cheerleader. She is yeah. a very, like, I mean, what you would assume a cheer, you know, very peppy, happy yeah. cheerleader in high school. And she has a boyfriend. And they're, like, She's making blonde. out. It's horrible. Yes. She's making out with her boyfriend, and she's immediately you're like, this girl is uncomfortable. Like, yeah, she's just hates every second of it. Yeah, well, while she's making out with her boyfriend, she's thinking about um, the boobs of someone on her cheer squad. Yes, yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but she doesn't really realize why she's thinking those things. She has a what's it? <laughs> what's her name? Um. Melissa Etheridge poster on her wall. She has like yes. basically a half naked girl poster in her locker. She's kind of clueless, but everyone around her is starting to pick up um, that maybe she's not straight. And so they decide to have an intervention. And the interventionist. So I have something very embarrassing to admit. So I'm watching this movie and. This man comes on and I'm like, oh, that's, I didn't, it didn't even, I just was like, oh, that's the, 
that's the interventionist, whatever. That's the man who's here to change her. And then meanwhile, I was like, oh, I'm going to look up some trivia for this movie at the same time. And I saw that note that said Cleo Duvall and RuPaul are the two gay people in this cast. And I went, RuPaul's in this movie? And I literally, like, he was on screen while I'm reading that RuPaul, and I'm like, RuPaul's on this, when? That's crazy. And I look up and I'm like, oh my fucking God, that's RuPaul. And I I almost had a heart attack. I did almost the exact same thing. I couldn't believe it was him. He looks so different. And his voice is so different. I would have never known. He has a little goatee. Oh, my God. So he plays this um, interventionist, or he works at the conversion camp. I think his name is Mike or something. He is a reformed gay. Um, Right. He was gay at some point, and he is now one of the camp counselors or whatever at this, what do we call it, conversion camp. So anyway, he's the interventionist. Um, Her family and friends have sat her down. And they're talking about how they think she's a lesbian. And uh, the reason she goes, no, I'm a cheerleader. I'm not a lesbian. And the reason they think she's a lesbian is because of some of the things you just mentioned. She's got the Melissa uh, Melissa Etheridge poster and this girl in her locker, blah, blah, blah. But the one that made me laugh is that she tried to make them eat tofu, which (laughs) was hilarious so they were like you must be gay you must be a lesbian because you tried to make us you're a vegetarian (laughs) well a lot of this movie plays on stereotypes and that's why this movie got a lot of criticism is because they were like the characters are too stereotypical but i think it works because it's like a satire so they're like making fun of all that stuff you know what i mean Yes. And well, it's funny because there were a lot of things that they said or did that I wanted to write down and be like, oh, why would they do this? But then I was like, oh, it's a satire. Like I had to keep kind of reminding myself. Right. Like there were certain things I I wanted to write down being like, they would never do this in real life. And then yeah. I was like, oh, of course, like there's, it's very clear that there are a lot of things they would never do, but yeah. it's just, it's because it's satire. So they're making fun of that. It took me a yeah. bit to like get on that on board with that yeah and so michelle williams is one of her friends here and then once she goes off to true direction true directions we never see michelle williams again right which i'm like that's where my issue came in about her being a star but that's fine um so she goes to true directions i mean it's not i don't really have honestly that much to say because it's Obviously, I mean, I didn't go to a conversion camp ever. Like I said, I identify also as a straight <laughs> female. I know, shocking. Um, I, I can't relate to a lot of this movie. But did you, what was the gay culture like at your high school? Uh, it was not existent. I remember one guy was gay. I remember one girl, my friend's sister, was gay. Um, but yeah, like I went to like a very much like a jock school. So right. But the interesting thing is that I don't know many people who like came out after high school or anything. Right. But I'm sure okay. that I'm sure there was I'm sure there was lots. But anyway, with all that to say, um there there wasn't like a gay culture at my high school. What about you? Um to some degree, there I mean, we had a huge giant school. We had 1500 students. So and I obviously didn't know them all. So I guarantee you there were more there was more of a culture than I was aware of. But that being said, in my grade and the ones that I was aware of, there were a handful of kids who identified as gay, very small handful. At least I'm sure they they uh have since come out, or I know that they have since come out, but they were identifying uh openly in high school. And one in particular was a girl who identified as a lesbian and she would date it was funny because she would date various other girls. And so that was the interesting thing that we were, we were, we became aware of because she openly uh, identified as a lesbian. And generally the girls that she dated didn't. So that's where like the, the spectrum of sexuality was introduced to us because they didn't, I, not all the time, but a lot of the girls that she dated weren't quote unquote lesbian or they didn't identify as a lesbian they identified somewhere on the the queer spectrum 
which is right. which was actually very um what's the word helpful that's a stupid thing to say but interesting to be exposed to in high school because it wasn't a black and white you are gay or you're not right there was this whole spectrum i remember you telling me about this individual yeah it's really interesting and now that being said though there were no people that i'm aware of anyone anyone who has since come out that i again that i know that has since come out were people that, you know, we kind of knew, okay, they, I think that they'll come out eventually. Yeah. But no one was shocking. Do you know what I mean? Like, there was no, there was no quote-unquote cheerleaders. First of all, we didn't have cheerleaders. But, like, in the movie, the fact that she's like, but I'm a cheerleader, it's not possible. We didn't, I, at least that I'm aware of, I didn't know of any who, anyone who, who, uh, came from left field. I know, but I feel like nowadays, maybe it's just because I'm older and more mature, but I don't think it's, like, really shocking when anyone comes out Oh, now. for I'm just like, sure. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, it's no longer just, like, oh, you play softball. Like, you right. know what I mean? Yes. But there are certain people, like, I'll t- let me tell you, Bruce Jenner. Right. That truly shook me. <laughs> I was... I for sure was like, that can't be true. So, you know, you, you just, any, you never know what people are, are feeling inside, you know? I don't know if you want to re-say that and say Caitlyn Jenner. Because I don't, well, okay. I, th- I well, think it's offensive. I don't know if it's offensive or not. Well, Bruce Jenner became Caitlyn Jenner. I think that's, that's a reasonable thing to say, right? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's fine to, to refer to her as Bruce in which they used to go by. Sure. Well, do you know what's funny about Caitlyn Jenner is that I remember, I, I there's so many things uh, that the tabloids say, right? Where they're yeah. like, and there's two in particular that I remember being like, okay, buddy, like yeah. whatever. Because, you know, they say the most ridiculous things. And mm-hmm. I, there are two in particular that I remember being like, okay. One of them was that, and I before before she came out, I remember be, they they said something like, um, uh, "Bruce wearing makeup must be becoming a woman," so, something like that, and I yeah. remember being like, "Okay," and the second thing was, um, uh, "Meghan Markle is dating Prince Harry," right. <laughs> and I worked with Meghan Markle, and I remember being like, "Okay." And then yeah. she, they're married now. Oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. I know. It's true. Sometimes the tabloids are right. Sadly. But about coming out, um, one of my very, very, very good friends, closest friends, uh, he came out to me after high school. He came out to me in second year university, and he was visiting me at university, and he said, Maddie, I have to tell you something. I'm gay. And I remember... Like, just going back to what you said, but you're, like, not really getting... You don't get shocked anymore. There was a huge shock, but not because of him being gay. It was more of, like, the coming out. Like, what's the word? The, The shock and the, like, intensity of it wasn't because he was gay. It was because he has had to hide it for 20 years or whatever at that point. It was more of that kind of reaction, not so much a shock. It's not the shock of them coming out. It's the shock of, oh, my God, you had to, like, hide it or whatever for now 31 years or whatever. I think I think that you would be a great person for someone to come out to. You're very, you're very, Thank like, you. What do you, why do you give that face? That's a compliment. No, I'm saying that's really nice. It was a, oh, it was okay. a, that's a really nice thing to say. Thank you. I, I, that, oh, I thought I you take, were like, no. excuse me. No, 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 no. I meant, like. That's, like, one of the biggest compliments anyone could say to somebody, I think. That's really nice. Yeah. You know, I, I had a friend who came out to me in college, and I felt so flattered by it. Because yeah. only, only four of us knew for a long, long time. And, uh, I mean, I knew. Like, he, he was literally, like, pacing. Like, I had to tell you something. <laughs> like, he was so nervous to tell me, because, I guess, because he knew, like, that I had, like, a Christian upbringing, blah, 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 that I might be judgmental, which is crazy. And I literally was, like... Dude, I know. I've always known. I don't care. Let's go to Church Street and let's get you out and about. I thought you were going to say, let's go to church and get you. <laughs> get that <yourself."> actually. 
that makes sense that they just put up the Christian let's, thing. Let's go to church. We'll fix it. No problem. <laughs> yeah. We'll go to conversion camp. It's going to be okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? What a terrible... Oh, I can't imagine someone having to face that kind of thing. Oh, God. Um, I can't either. Anyways, so let's move on here. So... First of all, I got so excited when I saw Melanie Linsky was in this movie because you know I love her. Yeah. Um, and then Clea Duval plays Graham, who plays essentially plays uh, Megan's love interest. And the, can I just say the name Graham on a girl? It's cute. It's cute. Yeah. Like I, agree. I, I literally was like, oh my god, am I gonna when I if and when I ever have a daughter, am I gonna name her after this character from? But I'm a cheerleader because I love it. I think it's so cute too. You so call, cute. you can call her a little graham cracker. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. Um, I wanted to point out before we blow past the intervention scene, um, it's kind of just a funny little anecdote because uh, there's a movie that I really like called The Intervention, and it was made a couple years ago, and it stars Natasha Lyonne, Clea Duvall, and Melanie Linsky. Oh my and- god. Clea Duval and Natasha Lyonne are a couple in it. Oh my god! So that's I was so just like, weird. "Oh, it's just like, but I'm a cheerleader." Sequel, essentially. That's that kind of stuff always interests me when yeah um, actor. I mean, I, I'm sure we've talked about it before because it's very popular in teen movies, uh, or it, it happens a lot in teen movies where the same actors play love interests again, or maybe they're love interests in one movie and then brother and sister in another movie. Or, right. you know, vice versa. Something where they're... I just think it's so fascinating to me. Um, I just love that shit. So that's really that's really quite funny that all three of them are yeah. in both. Well, Clea Duvall directed it, I'm pretty sure. So, and I know that she's really close friends with Melanie Linsky. So I'm sure Natasha is really good friends with them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Uh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good movie. Um, so, anyway. So now we're at True Directions. We meet a bunch of girls... And then we also meet a bunch of guys, too. And they're yes, all we do. trying to be converted to be straight. Yes. So this was my favorite part of the movie because they go around in a circle. Um, so they're all separated into girls and guys. Mm-hmm. And, and they're in these... Everything is pink and blue. If you are a female, you're wearing pink. You're in this bright pink room. If you're a male, you're wearing blue. You're in this bright blue room, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and they go around in the circle to introduce themselves. No, sorry, I'm part of me. They're not introducing themselves, but it's the introduction for us of all these other characters. They're going around in a circle and they're saying to Megan that she has to admit that she's a homosexual. So we, as the viewers, get um, introduced to all these new characters. And one of them, you're not going to know this. Well, you might know this, but you're not going to care as much as I did. You know, everyone stands up one at a time. And a lot of them I didn't recognize from other things. Yeah. Motherfucking Rufio from Hook stands up. Really? Yes. And I literally was like, you're telling me that Rufio is in this movie and he looks the exact same. Because this is only, I mean, I don't know when Hook was made, but it's in the 90s. And he looks the exact same. Oh, my God. I was just, I was so excited. So that was like my big note that Rufio is in this because if anybody right. doesn't know Hook is my favorite number one favorite movie that was sort of a funny scene because eventually Natasha Leone just goes okay okay I'm a homo yeah <laughs> yeah so throughout the rest of the time at, at True Directions of course she's they're being conversioned or whatever to be straight and meanwhile she is hanging out a lot with Cle- uh, with Graham yeah Excuse me, with Graham, who is more of the rebel, I suppose, of the two. Yeah, because for sure. Megan is, like we said, is very straight laced. She's a cheerleader. She's very goody goody, wholesome, very wholesome. Um, and she walks in on Rufio and another oh. boy making out. Um, so it's and everyone is. I mean, like you said, this movie, the characters of this movie are very stereotyped. So. The characters are very, the men, the gay men are very flamboyant. Yeah. The gay women are very butch and like want to play softball, for example. Except for Natasha. 
Except for Natasha, but I, I, I mean yeah. the other characters, the other characters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, and they're all try- they're all pretending to be straight. So the the girls are all in these classes where they have to learn how to like vacuum yeah. and make sandwiches or whatever for their husbands. Yeah. And try wedding dresses on for their straight marriage that will eventually <laughs> uh, happen. Uh, um, the men are learning to uh, work on a car. Yeah, chop wood. Chop wood. And, but of course, I mean, like you said, with the stereotypes, they're all like very flamboyant. So they're checking out, for example, RuPaul is the male teacher, I guess, um, mentor. And he is under the car wearing these short shorts, under the car with his legs sticking out as a mechanic would. And he's going, okay, boys, you have to do this. And of course, they're all checking him out. And like, they're all checking each other out. And everyone wants to be with each other and da, 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 da. And and so that's generally what happens at the at the um, conversion camp. They're just being taught all these different ways to be quote unquote straight. Yeah, I thought it was funny when the uh, like the the main director of this camp. She looks at one of the guys and he's drinking. <laughs> he's drinking something out of a curly straw. It's like a pink curly straw. Yeah, and she's like. She, like, grabs the straw and chucks it. She's like, chug it like a man! And then the guy, like, tries to chug back this whatever he's drinking, and he's, like, choking it down because he's so used to drinking with the curly straw. Yeah, because she's like, no sipping! Um, <laughs> chug it, chug it, or whatever. Like a man, you're right. It's, it's, it's... Uh, it's, a, it's funny. It, it's funny. It's funny. Obviously, the under the undercurrent is, like, very dark. Right. <laughs> Um, okay, so then, um, so then there's also, like, this thing that they have to do if they ever have lustful thoughts, they have to zap, they have to essentially, like, electrocute Like shock themselves. therapy. Shock therapy, yeah. So whenever they're, like, thinking about, um, someone of the same sex, they have to shock themselves, which is really disturbing. Right. <laughs> and then at one point, they, they sneak out and they go to a gay bar. Correct. Everybody goes. And... Yeah. Uh, Graham kind of entices Megan to go. And she's like, we're all going. Like, it's not a big deal. So, yeah. and I think at this point, Graham and Megan had, like, flirted a little bit. Or, like, there was, maybe not yeah. flirted, but they, like, had given each other the eyes. Like, right. yeah. no outward flirting, but there was definitely an interest. Yeah. Yeah, and it's the girl from Before Sunrise that's that um, Megan dances with in this scene, which got me excited. Oh, that's so funny. It's one of my favorite movies. There you go. And I can't even remember her name, the actress. I think it's <laughs> oh, Juliet something. Uh, oh. oh, goodness gracious. Okay, so then, basically, um, Natasha. Oh, they kiss, don't they? They kiss at the gay bar. They do. They kiss. So so they get, uh, Natasha gets, up. sorry, Megan gets upset. Uh, Graham runs out after her, says, it's not what you think, blah, blah, blah. They were, and they're sitting outside and they kiss. Yes. On like a dumpster, basically. Yeah. In like the alleyway. And um, they all go home or back to the conversion camp and they get in a lot of shit for sneaking out. And then their parents get called and everything. Um, But now there's kind of this relationship established between Graham and Megan and during all these cleaning classes and fucking whatever woman classes they are kind of like much closer physically closer together and like they they kiss each other good night and that kind of stuff yeah and then eventually they do it correct it's a very 90s sex scene it's very like fade out yeah. zoom in on like a hand caressing a thigh yeah, yeah. And, like a panning down of like yeah. the arm reaching and like yeah yeah it's <laughs> And the music was like so sensual. Yeah. But then they get caught because one of the, one of the girls like sees them get up in the night and so she t- tattles on them and they get in trouble and then Megan gets kicked out but um Graham decides to stay because she wants to her parents to love her basically. Well, Megan Megan uh, I think they she gets kicked out. She gets the she gets given the option of she can get kicked out and, like, continue this shitty... Like, her parents are going to basically, like, stop talking to her. Or she can just deal with it and stop seeing Graham. So she decides that she's going to leave with Graham. 
Meanwhile, Graham gets given the same options and chooses to stay. So it's kind of a betrayal, which is where the second um, dilemma or whatever problem occurs. Because now Graham is still there. She's kind of betrayed Megan. And then it's close to being the graduation of this conversion camp. But before the graduation, we need to talk about this scene where they have the six stimulation you know what I'm oh about? my god as adam and eve oh my lanta i wanted to die so they have all the men and the women in these like nude onesies yeah and of course like with the um adam and eve look of the leaves covering the boobs and a vagina and a penis and that kind of stuff and they are told they have to reenact the like beginning of life or whatever however they word it they word something and graham is laying on this bed oh my god i wanted to die graham oh and i guess we should say this conversion mother or whatever the like leader is the mother of one of the sons yeah rocco and he's like he's so flamboyant oh my god so so graham is laying on the bed and he and rocco is the male yeah. <laughs> I sound like Richard, At- Richard Attenborough. And the male approaches. Yeah. And uh, anyway, the conversion leader is like, okay, now you have to thrust into her, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, first of all, the fact that she is his mother is a problem to me. But the second thing, obviously, this is so inappropriate and horrible. So they're being made to, like you said, reenact uh, sex between a ma- man and a woman. Because that is no problem. That's no. That's not a problem you could be as young as you want, apparently. You know what it did? You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Handmaid's Tale. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Because um, even at one point at graduation, the leader says, praise be. I thought the same thing! And then they yeah, have she this, does... like, stimulation thing. And then, like, oh, it's so, like, clinical. And there's, like, no emotion in it. And it's so gross. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. It's the worst scene. I hated it so much. So then it's graduation. Then it's graduation, and they're wearing these hideous fucking dresses. I wanted to die. And then, uh, oh, oh, I, one thing we want to say before we get into this graduation thing is that uh, Megan, like we've said a hundred times, is a cheerleader, and it's what makes her happiest. Like it yes. makes her, that's where she wants to be all her life. She loves cheerleading. Yeah. And Graham, this is, sorry, before the big fight and that they're, you know, whatever. Graham says, I would love to see you cheerlead. Yes. And it would make me so happy to see you happy sort of thing. So anyway, that happens. Move back to the uh, graduation. Megan comes to like get Graham. She's like going to sneak her out. And Graham's like, no, I'm staying. I'm doing this. I'm straight, whatever. So Megan obviously is heartbroken. They're doing the graduation. Uh, They're all passed with flying colors uh, and Megan walks down the like aisle or whatever of the graduation in her cheerleading outfit with her pom poms, mm-hmm. and she goes, "Graham," and Graham turns around and she does this one, two, three, four. There is no one I love more, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And it, there's two things I have to say. A, so sweet. I actually was like, "Oh my god, I love this so much," but B. For someone who's, like, super passionate about cheerleading, it wasn't that great of a cheer yeah. or a dance. <laughs> it's literally, like, just her arms and, yeah. like, maybe a kick. Like, it would have been really good if... I mean, I, it's almost funnier that way because she's like, this is my passion. And then, like, literally, it's, like, the most basic cheers. Um, they didn't have the budget for a choreographer. Right. No kidding. So, anyway, it's very sweet. So, she's, like... It was very runs, sweet. I loved it. It's very sweet. Yeah. I, thought, I think Natasha Leone is, like... I think she's great. Me too. I do. I really like, I really liked her, like her and liked her in this. Um, and then they're together and that's kind of the ending. Like they kind of go like, they kind of kiss and then it just goes like, doop, doop, doop. And like that's yeah. the credits. Like it's. Graham runs off from graduation and she leaves her parents and everyone behind and jumps on a truck with <laughs> Megan and they kiss and they go off into the sunset. Oh God. It's, it's an interesting movie. It's very campy. Cult yes. classic, like yes. you said. Satire. Very campy. Um, and I get the the point of it. Obviously, it's there's a clear 
story and the moral of the story and everything. Yeah. There's no mistaking that. That's for sure. <laughs> that yes. They're trying to make a point. Yes. So what did you think? Like, I'm curious what you actually... Because when I watched this movie, I thought, this seems like a movie that Maddie would really love, but I don't know if you had to have seen it when it came out because... Yeah. Because you liked... Like, this kind of gave me, like, a, a crybaby feel. Like, it was had that, like, campiness. Totally. That, that you um, like. It also, the look of it, the very, like, blocked colors looked mm-hmm. very Edward Scissorhands to me. Yes. Um, which I really loved. Obviously, the tone is not Edward Scissorhands at all and much different from that. But the look of it had a sort sort of Edward yeah. Scissorhands and the very stepward wife. I wrote down that um, Megan looks like a grown-up Cindy Lou Who. Oh, that's so funny. That's, it's, I, so I like it. I appreciate it. I'm glad I saw it. I'm glad I finally saw it. I do think that if it had been different circumstances of watching it, I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah. Um, but I did like it. I probably won't watch it again, but I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. What about, what about you? Uh, yeah, agreed. I think that, um, it's a good movie. And especially at the time, 1999, I think it would have been really, it would have been like, a really um, progressive, like, oh, wow, have you seen that movie kind of thing, you know? But now totally. it's, it's kind of, like, dated, and it's kind of like, okay. You're right. I hadn't I hadn't really remembered that it was, I mean, it's clearly 1999, but considering that part, because the fact that other, all other teen movies from that time are uh, 10 Things I Hate About You, She's All That, yeah. you know, all these amazing ones. I'm not shitting on them, but they're all straight generally yeah 100 percent. yeah they're all they're all straight i'm trying to think of any but yeah so it 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 would have been a lot interest um sorry would a lot been a lot more interesting to see but closer to that time yeah in comparison yeah so with that being said um um i would probably rate it a 7.5 i'd rate it a seven okay and i think rotten tomatoes oh i think rotten tomatoes Gave it a 51. Okay, I'm going to say 65. Okay. Oh, wow. I thought it would do better than this. It got a 40. Yes. <laughs> not not yes on it getting a 40, but yes on me finally getting closer than you did. <laughs> Finally. Interesting. Who is your weekly crush this week? Um, you know what? I'm going to go pretty basic on this one. Well, okay, okay, it is election night though. Yeah. So, I'm going to pick two, okay? Okay, I'll pick two too. Okay, I'm going to pick Kamala Harris and Natasha Leone. Oh my god, it's so funny. We were going in the exact same direction. Um, I'm going to pick the current president of the United States as of Thursday, Joe Biden. Okay. And I'm uh, going to pick um, Rufio. I can't remember his real name <laughs> in okay. real life. But the the wonderful gentleman who plays Rufio in Hook. And then he plays, I think his name's like Dop or something in this. It's something weird. Um, in this movie. Um, so for next week, we are going to watch the movie Juno. Now, Maddie might, I might be, I might be reviewing it with a special guest. Maddie might, might be away that next week. But. Right. Regardless, it's going to be Juno. It's going to be great. And that's that. And maybe I'll be the special guest. Who knows? You Why don't we be. just say, let's just say next week is Carly and a special guest. Yeah. And that special guest will either be me <laughs> or somebody different. Perfect. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, my God. Good. What else? What else? I hope everyone has voted in the States. And I hope everyone is not sad with the... Uh, I hope we're not all depressed these next yeah, few days. Me too. And um, I guess we'll have to see what happens. We will, won't we? I'm nervous. I'm really nervous. 
I'm very nervous because I can't lie. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer here or anything. But in 2016, I was working on suits at the time in Canada. And a lot of our directors and producers were, and of course the cast were from the States and they were living in Canada shooting with us, obviously. And they had mailed in their vote, voting ballots and they had, they were really, it was obviously were very involved and we had the election um, on TV at the same time. And I looked at everyone and I said, I hate to say it, but Donald Trump is going to win. I said it a couple days before and everyone was like, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> Do not say that. Uh, they're like, there's no fucking way. And here we are four years later. Oh, I have to say something else. Sorry. This is not as important as the election, but this comes out on Thursday. Thursday is the day that my movie Midnight at the oh, Magnolia is oh out gosh. on Netflix. And I know that Canadians can't watch it on Netflix yet, but I know that we have some British listeners, some American listeners, some Spanish yep. listeners. So please, if you don't mind, click on Midnight at the Magnolia and support me and other fellow wonderful people. And, or if there's a way that you know how to watch American Netflix illegally in Canada, I'm not supporting you doing that. I'm not encouraging. I'm not suggesting. I'm just saying if that happens to be something that you already know how to do. Yeah. I mean, if there's a way and it's something along the lines of Holu. It's not Holu. It's just a VPN. You could get a VPN. I'm not suggesting that you do it. I'm just saying that if you happened to have a VPN on your computer... (laughs) Anyway, I'm not saying that I've done that, but I'm saying that <laughs> I could. <laughs> right. And I'm not saying you should, but I'm saying you could if you wanted to. And if you do watch it. Great. Um, right. Okay. Well, anyway, thank you to Eric and Kevin Smale for the theme song. And thank you to Maddie, my co-host, <laughs> who looks like she's in an actual like cave right now. I look like a little alien because the way that my well, I'm sitting in the dark, but my iPad is just below me, lighting me from from below, and my earphone, my headphones that are broken are gleaming in the iPad light. Anyway, your broken headphones. Uh, uh, my broken headphones. Check out our Instagram at Teenage Dirtbags Podcast, and that's all, people. That's all. Now go and. Uh, watch Magnolia with your VPN that you might not have. <laughs> okay. Or you do have. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.